Okay, so you're between meals and you're craving something sweet, right? What I do is snack on Blue Diamond Honey Roasted Almonds. They're so good. And almonds are a superfood. So don't deny your cravings. Eat them. Blue Diamond Almonds. Crave victoriously. We are here, Chief Kingdom, for our third episode of Chief Brawl, brought to you by the Brawl Network. I am your co-host, James. Alongside me is a writer, uh, a writer from Arrowhead, Arrowhead Attic, uh, Travis. How's it going, Travis? Cool, good. How are you, man? Oh, not not too bad. And uh, for for the very first time in Chief Brawl history. We got all three of us together. So, uh, welcome to our other co-host, Sean. What's up, Sean? What's going on, guys? Trying to, trying to get through free agency. We're recording right as free agency is going on. It's 1.30 in the afternoon on Monday. A lot of big stuff going on. What's your guys' probably favorite move so far? The stupidity of Bill O'Brien? <laughs> Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien-ing all over the place? <laughs> right. Now, would you guys... Let me, let me ask you this. Say the Chiefs didn't have a first and second round pick this year because they traded it for a tackle after drafting two tackles that same year. So they need draft capital. Would you trade Tyreek Hill for an injured running back? That's on a sizable contract. Any question that starts with "Would you trade Tyreek Hill?" My answer is no. Absolutely I forgot not. to mention it. Also comes with a second round pick. <laughs> Bill O'Brien is trading DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick for David Johnson, a second round pick, and a fourth round pick. So they're swapping fourth round picks with the Cardinals. This makes all the sense in the world for the Cardinals. They need that that big go-up-and-get-it uh, wide receiver. They have nothing but slot receivers in Arizona before this. But for Houston, it's just another just laughing at the Bill O'Brien moves. I mean, it's just it's beyond me. How do you, how you think that conversation went when they were kind of discussing the, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and the Cardinals say, We'll, we'll we'll put in a second round pick, right? Like, do you think the Cardinals were like, well, we don't want to, we want to look good here too. Like, we don't want to look like we're fleecing you. So, what if we just throw a second round pick? And Bill O'Brien's just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh and and it's it's just bad, you know. He, they threw the GM under the bus, which you know it wasn't. Great work by him, but he had only been there a year. Gave the keys to Bill O'Brien, who, of course, like any coach will, is going to play for his job that year. So he traded all their future assets for last year, only to lose after having a 24 to nothing lead in the divisional round of the playoffs. Ouch, I remember that game. Yeah, I think I might have been at that game. The good stuff. Yeah, it's... 
It's interesting. There's a couple trades in there. Austin Hooper is the highest paid tight end in the league now. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, he's good, but top tight end good? I don't know. It's fine. Uh, yes. Man. I feel like this is all good news for us. Right. <laughs> I mean, considering, <laughs> considering I feel like we play Houston, especially in Houston, usually every year, you know, it's it's almost because... And then you add the fact of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and the draft they were selected in. It's it's definitely looking a lot better for Mahomes right now, that's for sure. I don't know, it just... I like Deshaun Watson. I, I hate to see that, that happen, but hey, I mean, if you want to send a top five receiver to the NFC side and get him out of the AFC where we got to deal with him, I'm all for it. I remember when we made the trade up for Mahomes and they showed the Houston Texans like draft room and all their heads just went down. <laughs> they looked depressed. They knew. They, I remember I remember watching it cuz it was the Cardinals that were right after, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. You could just see uh you could see Bruce Arians just standing there like when they made their selection like he was just pissed. Yep. Cuz he was interested in them too. And the Saints too, right? I thought, I thought I Yeah, I think I think they had kind of low key been been in on Mahomes for a future replacement for Breeze, but yeah, it, I know Cardinals were really or at least Bruce Arians was, and I think, I think that was his last year before he retired. And uh and they you know, before coming back out. But that I mean that's another interesting one is Jameis Winston will not be in Tampa. Philip Rivers is reportedly having talks with the Colts. I think we talked about this in our pod, me and Sean did on this podcast, didn't we? That'd be an, yeah, be an interesting yeah. one. I I, th- I think if you're going to, if, if Rivers is going to stay in the league, I think the Colts would be a good spot, but I also think the Colts should go for a, a rookie. Like, start building that now. Like you got like the, one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the league. All you need is a, a one or you know one or two weapons, and you're good to go. You got a solid running what game. If, what if Winston went to the Colts? They, you can't take him to the Colts. They're a West Coast offense where they're trying to they're trying to throw a little slant stuff. He's trying to throw eighty yards down the field every play. Triple coverage? Ah, eh, screw it. You don't care. What is Bill Simmons? Bill Simmons calls Winston like the most interesting player in the league. He's like, because uh, no matter what, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's not on your team. Exactly. Right. The thing is, everybody's making this big. They're trying to, they're trying to make him sound better than he is now because oh, well, all of a sudden he had LASIK surgery and that was the issue. Well, why didn't he have that like four or five years ago? Right. That was that was around and he was making good money then. <laughs> like, or at least enough to afford it. Like, I, I bet Florida State would have paid for it. <laughs> yeah, Houston would have. Yeah, Houston, Tampa. Man, it, yeah, I don't. And then this. Uh, t- tell me if I'm wrong here with this, these Tom Brady's rumors about to the Bucks. Isn't that the weirdest? Like, that's not gonna happen. The weirdest fit, because I know Arians. He likes to throw the ball down the field, <laughs> and Tom Brady exactly doesn't have the best arm anymore. 
I I don't think I don't think he's ever had the best arm. I don't. I'm also of the opinion that it hasn't regressed that much. Yeah. Uh, but that one of the obviously That's not his strength. You know, yeah, and obviously you know like receivers were an issue in New England last year, but you also have right. the fact that their offensive line was not good for the first time in his career, and you don't need your 42, 43-year-old quarterback taking hits. He's not the kind of guy that's going to hang in there. He's going to go down. Like, he's not trying to take those hits. And Tampa's offensive line is terrible. Like, I get it. You got two stud receivers, but if you can't protect him, like, that's... I, I think his best option is to go back to New England and try again. I mean, it... There's not much there, but at 42, 43 years old, are you really trying to start all over in a new offense with yeah. new coaches, new 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 living situation, new teammates that you got to like all of his stuff is all of his game is built around continuity and and getting to getting that kind of comfortable feel and anticipation throws with his receivers and you can't do that if you're switching teams. You're going to just do that all of a sudden this summer? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it just, I don't know. Is that, go ahead. Is, is that where you think he ends up? I think I think he goes back to New yeah. England. I'm not, I'm I, not, I don't see him moving. It's I, looking I think, like that way. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, it is, I think the media has been boosting up the quote-unquote rumors more than they're actually happening. I think that... I think, you know, he's he wants to see what options are out there, but I don't think as many teams are actually as interested as some have made it out to be. And a lot of that's kind of come into fruition with the last couple of days of reports that, no, this team is not interested. They are fully committed on this. You know, like Titans yeah. were big, uh, a big team that was getting emphasized for bringing him in. And, you know, they just signed Tannehill and they made it clear, no, we're... We're extending Tannehill, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see it being a real big thing. I think he'll go back if I don't know. It, it's a crappy situation because there's, it's going to be hard no matter what he chooses because New England doesn't have the cap to really do much, and they're losing guys, and they just lost their offensive line coach that's made that offensive line so good. So I don't know. I don't know how much you're going to, like, you got to get him another weapon. They tried to do that with a second round pick. Now you're out of second round pick and you still have no weapons. So I don't, I don't know how much is really going to be there for him when he, when he gets back. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it'll be, it'll be an interesting, interesting best, deal there. His best plan is just to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I I I think that you you get the right piece, like the same kind of pieces that you've always had around Brady. You get those kind of pieces around guys like Andy Dalton. Just for example, Andy Dalton goes up there. They're still going to have some pretty good success. Like they're they're still going to be in it every year and. Mm -hmm. That's not to take away from Tom Brady. He he's an excellent quarterback, and you know it doesn't matter that he doesn't have the best arm, or you know that he's not mobile. 
you don't have to be that to be a top quarterback. Like, he's probably the most clutch quarterback of all time. He's he works on anticipation throws. Like not like if every quarterback could throw anticipation throws, then we'd be talking about arm strength. But that's not how it works. I mean, if Jameis Winston could make you know a decent decision every once in a while, well, then we'd be talking about him up there. But you know, it's it's that decision making. It's that that moving throughout the pocket and understanding what defenses are doing and being pretty much a coach on the field and you know it just i don't know i just don't know what's what's left there for him but i think that bill belichick could still still get up to the afc championship most years even if he had someone else there i think that it's going to either way it's going to take a year or two to kind of get back there they've got to do some rebuilding but yeah definitely I think we lost. Uh, Sean said his internet went out. <laughs> oh man! Yep. The uh, the Dolphins are looking to snag Bills first round pass rusher Shaq Lawson, who Castle. was pretty much non-existent the first few years, and then final year of his rookie deal exploded onto the scene. There, I know. I know a lot of the Bills guys that I talk, talk to aren't. They didn't want to pay him that kind of money. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I remember him coming out of the draft. I liked him. Yeah, I did too. I was kind of hoping he'd be a little more of a consistency. Yeah. They need some outside rush for the Buffalo Bills. All right. Um, that's pretty much our free agency. Um, oh. Steelers guard Ramon Foster announcing retirement. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, we'll look back at that later. Um, wanted to kind of news. yeah, a little, just kind of keep turning my head to see if anything's broken. Chiefs twice. We'll go over the Chiefs stuff really quick, and then we'll talk about you know what's all going on. Chiefs sports, everything around the life. The yeah, life, <laughs> but. Real quick, the Chiefs have tendered Andrew Wiley and Deion Yelder. They have exercised their options with Damian Williams and Damian Wilson. So all those guys will be back this year. Franchise tag Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marcus Kemp is looking to hit free agency. And there's rumor that Stefan Wisniewski, I always mess up his name, but maybe I got it right that time, that he might be coming back, which would be an interesting deal there. What what are your thoughts on the the offensive line real quick before we get into everything? I think it's fine. I do think maybe bringing back Winooski, I think is I felt like when we he slid in there, our line our interior line got a lot better. I felt like they struggled with um was it Wiley? Who do you replace? Well it was Wiley, right? Yeah, I felt yeah. like um and then even L D T had a Bad year, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I thought when he kind of slid in there, he kind of, I think maybe that veteran leadership kind of helped out a little bit because they, they are pretty young up front, uh, especially interior part. And bringing him back, I think, would be a, a good move. Yeah, I think um, there was a lot of movement. I know that they move guys around on the offensive line in training camp all the time and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but 
you had so many injuries this year that you constantly had guys playing different positions and offensive line. You have to be doing like you're nothing about that is natural. You're training your body to do unnatural things, moving backward and taking on 300 pound linemen that are coming forward at you. Like, I mean, it's, it's unreal. Like you have to train your body. And then when you have guys switching to the other side of the line for a half or a game, well, now you're messing all that up and then you have different guys playing next to each other. And, you know, I don't, I don't think that there was ever uh, great continuity on the offensive line. You know, yeah. you had a little bit once you got into the playoffs, um, probably the most that you had all season, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's enough to like say that you need to, you can't just tear up the offensive line and start, start over at least on the interior. I think your tackles are fine. Yeah, Wiley, I think, was a lot better over on the right side. Mm-hmm. Of course, some of that could have been, you know, along with LDT. I don't I I wrote a film review on the offensive line like week three or four. And I was discussing LDT, how he would. I mean, there was plays like I, I thought he might have fallen asleep with how late he was to react. Like it, it just looked yeah. like one of those things like where he's just like, oh, crap. And. I mean, he just did not look like he had in previous years. I don't know if the injuries are catching up to him or what, but uh, Wiley definitely looked better on the right side. Center needs to be addressed, in my my opinion, mm-hmm. and there's some pretty good centers in the draft coming up, which we'll get into in the next few weeks. But, um, yeah, left guard, I think, is definitely open, um, yeah. whether that's Wisniewski or, you know, someone added this offseason. But, um before we get into all the what the team should do this offseason, uh, why, why don't you take us through your thoughts on what's going on this this time, um, just life with the coronavirus, how it's affecting you, how it's affecting sports, the NFL, um, you know, just, just kind of a realization moment for us real quick. Yeah, definitely. So, I think we, as people, use sports as a getaway from everyday life, whatever is happening. Whether you have a bad day at work, you know, you're in a fight with your spouse or something, or, you know, your kids, your kids are just, like, bugging the hell out of you. You always have that sports, like, take your mind off things, and... I, uh, a little bit, I, I took my son, we're supposed to go to, um, we're big Wichita State fans, so we're, um, basketball, so we're, me and him, we're supposed to go to the, uh, conference tournament in Dallas, and we got there, and it was canceled, and before all that, like, coming days, I felt like, ah, they're overblowing it, it's nothing, blah, blah, blah. And when you cancel events like that, and then NBA is suspended the uh, NCAA tournament, which makes a billion, like almost a billion dollars, they're not going to have their tournament. That's when it like really, really, really hit me. Like this thing is real. Like you got to be careful. Uh, sounds like they're they aren't going to have fans at the draft. Which like I think last year they had like six hundred thousand in Nashville, which I'm sure that. Yeah, it, was, it was huge. Yeah. 
And so it it just really has hit me this week, I think. It's just like, wow, this thing is almost out of control. It's real. Uh, I, I, my opinion, people that say, oh, it's the media making it up. That's no, it, that's this. They're they're taking precautions for a reason, and uh, so yeah. I mean, with no sports, I think is driving a lot of people like almost almost off the edge now. Uh, you go to grocery stores, and it's just like it's a Black Friday sale every day. You go to a grocery store. Yeah, we went to. Uh, we were trying to find diapers for my son. And Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity X1 gives you the most complete entertainment experience with everything from live TV to your DVR to on-demand favorites and your streaming apps. Just use your voice remote to easily find what you want to watch. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity X1 gives you the most complete entertainment experience with everything from live TV to your DVR to on-demand favorites and your streaming apps. Just use your voice remote to easily find what you want to watch. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. And we couldn't find diapers or wipes. We went to like, like three different stores and they were all gone. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It, it just kind of opens your eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that, you know, a lot of people are... are all over the place with their, you know, what they believe is going on and what they they think is happening and how how serious the situation is. And you know, it's it's one of those things, in my opinion, that it's it's a serious issue and it's something that we're trying to take precautions on, and so that it doesn't get more serious because yeah. they don't have a cure for this right now. And you know, we can we can joke and laugh about how well this kills more people than the coronavirus. Well, okay, what are you going off a whole year? Because this is like we've only known about this part for what a, a month or yeah. month and a half, something like that. Yep. And it's like you you just even if it's not as much, like you're trying to limit the exposure of it, limit the spread of it. You're canceling big events and stuff like that. You're you're telling people to stay home if they can, mm-hmm. so that you don't spread it. How, that, yeah. I mean, you're containing the situation, yeah. and I think that. I mean, if if you're one of those people that have gone out and bought like fifty things of toilet paper, I think you need to go to the doctor for something else. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and and. I know uh, Juan Thornhill put out something on Twitter the other day. Like, y'all are really starting to piss me off with this toilet paper. <laughs> All the memes. <laughs> right. Let's try to take a dump. I can't get any toilet paper. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just like, like I said, like, you know, I got I got a two-year-old that, you know, we're, we're trying to potty train, but he's still in diapers. And, you know, there's, there's people with infants 
ingredients and they can't get formula because people are just buying all of it up. And I've seen people selling it for like ridiculous prices online. And it's just like, come on, like give, give a sign of that. There's still a little bit of humanity in the world. Mm -hmm. I, it just, it blows my mind. And so I think that, you know, with the NFL keeping the, uh free agency and the new league year starting today i think that was honestly in my opinion i think that was a good idea i think that yeah. you can do all of this stuff behind closed doors if they need to meet with a player or if they need to um have the player come you know after the trade come to the stadium and all that well guess what these teams can afford jets they have their own private jets like yep. they, like the player doesn't have to go to the airport and deal with all of this like they're they avoid a lot of that interaction and, and even if if they can't come right away you know you pretty much know what you're getting and so it's it's it definitely hurts the draft a lot more than it does the free agency period and i think the free agency period it provides a outlet and something to kind of distract for a little while you know, fans are all watching to see who their team is signing or getting rid of. And it's taking your mind off of the negativity in life for a little bit. And and that's what sports are supposed to be about. It's supposed to bring you closer together. It's supposed to, you know, take your mind off of everyday work life and all that stuff, give you hopes for something. And and that's what they're doing. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're taking their precautions as well. Teams have uh, brought scouts back uh they're not traveling right now and they're not having visits with colleges and pro days and stuff like that and you know it's it's those later round guys that are hurting the most from it but it, i mean it's it's just a kind of crappy end of the stick i guess i mean you know yeah i yeah. wish those guys like do we do we need to do some skype calls and get those interviews i know it's not the same but i mean it's still something yeah. You can I, I you can you can still draw on a whiteboard and talk to the guy and look into his eyes like hey what what do you see here? Like, you know, it, it's so um why is the agents like behind the scenes telling him what to say? <laughs> right, he's doing like sign language just like they're doing this and then going over here. Um that's that's your third read. What's that? I heard that. Um Yeah, I mean like Obviously, it's not the same thing, but there are ways to still get things done, and it's it's just something that you know it sucks, but it's another obstacle. So yeah, yeah I mean it's it'll be interesting. The dra they've already said that the draft will not be held in Vegas. Um, so I mean, it's, it's going to be held by Skype. <laughs> hell yeah! They just they just need to they just need to make a group chat. And then make a Twitch channel of all right. the GMs in one group chat, and then just live stream that. I guarantee you would get more views than you would if you would have right. had the actual. Event. If you just just all of them in one, all thirty two teams combined into one group chat. There's no DMing, no nothing. Like just Twitch stream that. Guarantee the views will be insane. Oh my god! I, I wonder oh, if they would talk shit to each other. Oh man, it'd be good. <laughs> Like just get a get someone to monitor the team so that there's no like cell phones or you know outside sources. Like it's all done in that chat room. That that's what I want. That's what LOL, I want. bad pick. <laughs> right, I want to see that. Man, 
I don't know. I think there's some. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really. I don't know. I I feel like the draft, actual draft day coverage has gotten pretty stale. Um, I think that uh, some networks like the you know the draft network does uh, they did their own this last year at the draft. Um, I watched a little bit of theirs and a couple other ones, and honestly, I think those ones are better. You get more analysis, so you get less of the the just jibber jabber of you know BSing. Yeah. So I actually I actually enjoyed last year's stuff. I streamed a couple different ones and uh, checked them out, but the the actual draft coverage itself, I feel like it's gotten pretty pretty stale. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you get very little information on. On the player, whereas those, you know, like the Draft Network did last year, where they're giving you actual analysis on who your team's getting. Like, I don't have to go, uh, if I'm an average fan, I don't have to go and search everything, every article known to man about this player. Like, yeah, you're still going to want to do some of that, but they're giving you a very good starting point. And, you know, so uh, stuff like, I, I would definitely look for stuff like that, see what, what other networks are doing. Um I'm not sure what the Brawl Network is doing. I'll have to see what's going on there, what they're doing for the draft. And I know there's a lot of good stuff, which if you guys haven't checked it out, the brawlnetwork.com, the website's up. Um, we got a couple Chiefs writers now, so it's not just me that you'll be seeing over there. Um, recently, we got some, let's see here, we got what the Chiefs could do with Watkins. Um Trying to think off the top of my head what what they've done so far. Um, there's a Damian Williams piece that came out this last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some good stuff, and I'll be posting a little bit more uh, this week, especially uh, keeping you guys up to date with all the free agency stuff. But uh, the site's getting going. We're starting to get a little more riders and all 32 teams. It's it's been a crazy month getting the the website up and going. But head on over there, check it out, share it with your friends, let them know. It'd really help us out. Um, hey, if if you want to have your opinion heard about the Kansas City Chiefs or the draft or another football team, if you're listening to our podcast from another, you know, another fan base, go check it out. There, you can apply. You can write about your favorite team and and get feedback on it so i'd I'd love to see some of you guys over there and you know it's you don't have to have expert analysis and uh writing skills you know we'll i'll coach you up bill i'll help you get get there and um you know we'll we'll have fun with it that's what it's for you know you're supposed to have fun talking about your favorite team so definitely check that out go apply and become a contributor or you can just subscribe and you know it's free you don't have to. You don't have to pay for any of the stuff on the website, so it's all free content. Go check it out. But with that, I think you know. I told I told you guys we're gonna be keeping you up to date with the free agency stuff. The Chiefs have not made any big moves. The biggest thing was probably tagging Chris Jones. What do you want to see the Chiefs do this off season? Free agency starting off with. Starting off there, do you, is there any guys that you want the Chiefs to sign? Want and 
possibilities are two different completely things here, I think. I'd love to have Chris Harris Jr. <laughs> I, I actually wrote about how that could happen. Okay, yeah, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, but, uh, I, I wrote about that the second that uh, A.J. Boye got traded to the Broncos. Okay, yeah. I wrote yep. about how Tyron Matthew was recruiting him, and that's really picking up. And Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a possibility, man. Especially when you just got an increase in the cap. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think uh, kind of like just talking about needs and stuff like that. I think we do need, obviously, we're going to have to figure out corner because. Yeah, we only got two of those. Right. (laughs) We're we're going to need a number. Yeah, we're going to need a little more than two. Yep. And I can see us. uh, I can see the Chiefs not going after the first, uh, what you want to call them, tier guys, but kind of yeah, going through that second tier, third tier market, maybe kind of get some of these guys. I mean, some of these guys that felt like they didn't get good offers coming and play for the Chiefs on a prove it one year deal. I can see a lot of those guys coming. Um, I do think, uh, what, what do you think about a linebacker? Yeah, there's definitely not anything that. I really want in free agency for linebacker. I think that if you're if you're grabbing a guy that's really going to make a difference this year, um, you know, we're, you're going to be looking around that Anthony Hitchens contract or higher. Honestly, um, I know the Packers just signed uh, Curtis Kinkley. I think his name is uh, from the Browns. Uh, one of their guys that they let go of this year. So that's good news for. Chiefs in the draft. There's a few guys I like in the draft, but linebackers. There's not a whole lot. They they need a an actual will linebacker. We got enough thumpers, enough Sam type linebackers, and mm-hmm. um, I think that uh, you know we we got to find that guy that can you know not only play covered snaps but also be able to play the run, be able to be a three down linebacker. Um, the only really decent coverage linebacker you got is Ben Neiman, your undrafted free agent from, you know, 2018. And, you know, he just gets mauled over in the run. Um, and he's, he's okay. Uh, in the, in coverage, but I, I definitely think there's a need for an upgrade there. And I think that, I think they see that, you know, you saw a lot of, uh, Damian Wilson being moved over to the, the will position, uh, later in the year, and Raglan playing more of that Sam role. So, um, I don't think there's much in the free agency cycle, but I am writing up a piece on uh, a guy uh, they could consider in the back end of the first round. Uh, Wisconsin linebacker Zach Bond. Uh, that one I'm writing for Arrowhead Addict, and I'll probably come out probably later this week once free agency kind of dies down a little bit, but you'll have to go check that out. And I'm working on putting some clips in there. Um, and those will be up on Twitter as well. But yeah, I mean, you need a guy that can, that's athletic enough to, you know, play sideline to sideline can carry running backs out of the backfield. Someone that can take on tight ends. You know, we're not expecting any one linebacker to, shut down Travis Kelsey or, or, you know, the likes of him, but, you know, to be able to keep up with them and, and to understand coverages and, 
route patterns and stuff like that. So I, I think Bond would be a really good good move. Uh, he's kind of a he's been more of an edge at Wisconsin playing the outside linebacker position. So I think that given I know that most of his coverage has come in zone, like short, shallow, uh, covering those those hook flats and stuff like that. Um, I think that he's got the the athleticism to do it. He's definitely got the brains to do it. That guy's he's got some really good football IQ. He's he played quarterback in high school and. I mean, you you can see it. The angles he takes, like he's not, you know, this guy that's gonna um, be able to maul anybody at 235 pounds. I think is what he was listed at. But uh, you know, he he wins with getting there first. He he takes better angles. You know, uh, Derek Johnson was never a guy that you know is just gonna um, throw offensive linemen out of his way. You know, he he just he maneuvered around him and he, he took good angles to escape that contact. And I think, I think bond could bring some of that and bring a lot of versatility to where, what they could do with him and be another guy like Matthew, like Fuller was at the end of the year that you can move around the defense and play different positions, different uh, alignments. He can, obviously he can rush the passer since that's primarily what he did. But um, I think he will be better suited as an off-ball linebacker and attack the run that way and then be able to drop into coverages and, and carry guys. So uh, that's probably my... That's the guy I'm looking at right now. There's a few other guys that we'll go into in a few weeks. That I'll definitely... I'll have to write down all the the names of the guys I've I've watched and that I think would fit for, for the Chiefs and where they're picking. Because there's a few guys I really like, but... I think that one's going to be more of a draft situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. I just think uh, we'll need to do something there. I think I think it is a need, you know, whether we get it in free agency or in draft. or uh, I think that and corner are prob- probably my two biggest needs on the team. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. I was going to say my, my top three could really go in any order. Uh, it'd be interior offensive line, linebacker and corner. Um, even if, even with what we had last year, we still lack a true number one corner. Um, you know, you don't have that guy on the roster. You didn't have him last year. Uh, Bashad Breland's gonna get some money this offseason. I don't see him returning. Kendall Fuller's a little more interesting, but I don't know if they're going to bring him back. Um, I figured we would have heard by now if they were. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot in free agency that are too appealing outside of those top guys. Like you got, I mean, I really don't see them spending top dollar for guys like Byron Jones or right. um, James Bradbury. I really like James Bradbury from yeah. Carolina. I really like him. I uh, I studied his tape last summer for the scouting academy. He was one of the guys we had to look at. And uh, so I went back and looked at my notes and watched some of his 2019 tape. I think he'd be really good in this defense, but I think he's going to get a payday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He um, is good. I, I do you know, like him. Yeah. He, he's not going to be that, you know, crazy number of interceptions guy. But, I mean, this, this is a guy that, you know, took over the um, – uh, what was his name? That left right before him to the Redskins. 
Oh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Hmm. You talking Maybe. about uh, Josh Norman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name right there. Uh, when when Norman went to the Redskins, they didn't really have a replacement for him. It pretty much became James Bradbury, and um, they basically put him in that same type of role where, you know, yeah, they play a lot of zone, but he travels with the opposing team's number one. Yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, NFC South has got some pretty stud receivers in that division. You, you know, you got uh, you got the Julio, Julio of the world. You got the let's see here. Um, I'm just drawing blanks on names today. It's long day. Uh, you got Tom, you got Thomas Chris. down there. Yeah, yeah, Evans down there. Yeah. Good one down there. Um, yeah, I mean. He was tasked with covering all of them, and and I think, oh, let's see here, I think four of the games that I reviewed out of the five for him for the academy were against those teams. And uh, oh man, dude, he he shut down Evans in the game that I watched uh, in 2018. Man, I think I think Thomas they went a little back and forth, but he's just. I remember thinking that, man, if this guy. If this guy watched a little bit more film and, and kind of understood what was going on a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. he'd be a beast. I mean, yeah. just he would be top dollar. And uh, I remember after I had reviewed him, I, I remember seeing something around training camp time about him saying that, you know, he he focused on that, 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 that offseason and um I saw a little improvement in 2019. Uh, I still think there's a little ways to go, but um, he's definitely up there. I mean, a guy that you know, move you know, moves with those kind of guy with the top receivers like that. Our homes today are like little cities, full of different interneting boroughs, like the entertainment district in the living room or the virtual fitness center in the garage. And Xfinity Internet keeps it all running smoothly with reliable speed to power all your devices at once. You get coverage around town, from the financial district home office to the spa. Xfinity Internet keeps your little city humming with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Find great offers and value today from Xfinity. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more. Restrictions apply. Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity X1 gives you the most complete entertainment experience with everything from live TV to your DVR to on-demand favorites and your streaming apps. Just use your voice remote to easily find what you want to watch. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. And still puts up numbers. Still gets his. Yeah, I, I think he'd fit in this in this scheme pretty well. He, he brings that physicality. Um, personally, I think that I like him in in press. Honestly, um, I know a lot of people prefer him in off, which I'm completely fine with. But he's he's pretty versatile in what he can do. He's played a little bit of everything, so I, th- I think he'd really fit with the Chiefs defense and. Uh, I just feel like he's out of that price range, but um, I feel like Harris would be a really good option. Uh, um, what about some of these? Like, what about oh, uh, 
I don't know what he's going to get because he's kind of struggled the last couple of years, but um, Xavier Rhodes. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't know yeah, maybe a one-year prove-it deal type of guy, or is he going to get paid, do you think? I feel like they're going to do something like that. I think they're going to okay. do a lot like what they've done the last couple of years, except not wait till the sixth round to draft a corner, hopefully. <laughs> right. um, I do feel like they will do at least one of those. I mean, you, you, right. like, yeah, they need, they don't only need a starter. They need some depth. And, yeah. you know, you only got five, five picks right now as it sits. Yeah, I know. I'm in, yeah. And so I guess they can't wait till the sixth round. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like one of those first few picks. It's a good corner class. There's some really good guys. Um, guy I like. In the draft, I'll hit on real quick. Uh, Bryce Hall would be really good. And uh, um, he went back for a senior season at uh, Virginia. And so he's former teammate of Juan Thornhills. And, you know, he's that big, lanky, physical receiver, cornerback that really loves getting into your face and getting getting dirty. And, you know, not he's not going to shy away from contact. He, he loves bringing the hit. So I, I, I think he'd be really good. I think that he would be a really good fit. And I think that it's possible he could be taken in the later part of the second round with that injury. Okay. Um, so let's see. I wrote a piece for addict on Jeff Gladney really liked his tape. I like him. Yeah. yeah. I kind of watched a little bit. That, of, dude's, yeah. that dude's scrappy. Let me tell yes. you, man, if, uh, so I know that I know that Denzel Mims has gotten a lot of attention, especially since the uh, Senior Bowl for wide receiver out of Baylor. Um, I I really liked him before the Senior Bowl, but he's he had a really good Senior Bowl, and then he had some really good numbers at the combine, really impressed, and so he's shooting up a lot of people's draft boards right now. But uh, go watch go watch Baylor versus TCU this last year. They both got some of their own, you know. Like it wasn't like Jeff Gladney shut him down or Denzel Mims right. just completely torched him. Like they both got some licks in there, but I mean, you're, you're looking at a guy that like Denzel Mims is what, six, four, I think. Yeah. I six, think yeah, six, that four. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you, you can see the size difference and usually that's, that's kind of uh Gladney's weakness is he can get uh, outbodied by some of those bigger physical receivers. He was hanging with Mims, and and there was a there was a couple other games. I think uh, against Texas was one of them, where he had to go up against Jefferson, where they both got their licks in. And you you expect that bigger receiver to go and get his, but man, he hung in there and he he played physical at at the point of, you know at the point of attack and at the catch point. So I I really liked what I saw from him. Um, he's probably he's definitely in my top five. For corners, um, yeah. I actually have him above Fulton. I know a lot of people disagree. Uh, Christian Fulton out of LSU. I think, um, you know, we can we can talk about how much pass coverage, uh, you know, kind of dictates more than you know against the run. But if if you're not willing to be physical at all against the run, I, I don't know. you know, we we saw Greedy Williams drop to mid second round last year for that and i think that fulton's better but mm-hmm. uh 
Fulton's also got an issue that a lot of the Chiefs corners have. They kind of drift at the top of routes, and when they look back for the ball, they kind of lose their receiver, and it turns into huge gains. I think that's one of his weaknesses that I I wrote down. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I I want I want physicality, and I think that um, Gladney. Hall, those two guys would be... I think Gladney would be a great addition at the end of the first round. I think Hall would be a great one at the end of the second. I think that'd be a steal. Is, is, um, is, do you think Hall is a guy that will have to trade up in the second round? Or do you think he'd be there at 63? I think it's possible he'll be there at 63. Okay. Um, it's hard to say. I don't know right. how teams feel about his injury and and stuff like that, but I mean, shoot, if he would have come out last year, he might have been uh, first or second corner taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. I don't know, it's just a really loaded class this year, and then having that injury occur, kind of out of sight, out of mind treatment right now with him. A lot of people have dropped him quite a bit because of that. You see you see that, like you'll, you'll like some of, some of the uh, guys that'll start out high at the beginning, you know, the season or coming into a season on draft boards, it'll fall. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that has to do with you know production and uh, if they just have a down year or whatever, or if it's a right. loaded class. But you also have guys that get hurt early on, and they just you know you you just haven't watched them play in a while. You're not like they're not at the top of your your thought process anymore. So it, it, you know, we all, we all have, we all do it, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's possible hall will be there at the end of the second. Um, okay. I mean, if they, if they want to trade up to grab him, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, it'll just be interesting to see what they do. Uh, they can cut a few guys to make some room for, for capital for either, you know, whether they want to trade some of them. I don't know. There's many that they can really trade for anything outside of like day three picks unless they're trading Chris Jones. But uh, you can cut some guys to free up some space if you want to do something in free agency. But I think it's going to be a pretty, for the most part, quiet year. You know, we've already seen Xavier Williams hit free agency. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I, I think that they'll probably draft a corner in probably first, second round mm-hmm. uh, and probably grab another Bishop Breeland type looking for a one-year prove-it deal yep. kind of player. I know everyone wants to throw out the, oh, they'll come here because they want to win a championship and they'll take a uh, a discount. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that, guys. Uh we we keep wanting to jump the gun and be the New England way before yeah. before you're you're at that status. I, I think that there there are players that are willing to take a discount to come here, but I think that yeah. just to expect that from every like, signing, I mean, it just I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what Veach does. I think I think we've talked about this. How you know Veach had kind of a rough first first year um you know that 20 2018 off season was his first off season uh he took over gm right before the season started 
Mm-hmm. So his first offseason in 2018, draft was kind of a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm still like I was never a big fan of Breland Speaks, but I'm still one to, that will defend him. That I want to see what he will do with Brendan yeah. Daly, Steve Spagnuolo. I mean, look what they got out of other guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Their defensive line was tremendous this year. I mean, yeah. Well, and they they proved that they can put you in the position to succeed and where where you where your strengths lie. And yeah. so, I think that they will utilize him a lot better than Bob Sutton ever did. Um. So I'm, I'm not. I haven't written off speaks yet, but uh, Nadi was really good. He's my favorite out of that class. Um, you got guys like O'Daniel who can't even really get on the field more than a few snaps. Uh, Armani Watts. A lot of these guys were replaced in the next draft. Um, Traymon Smith's not even on the roster anymore. But then you go to year two, and you got guys like Hardman. Like Thornhill, shoot, Rashad Fenton started and actually looked like a pretty decent cornerback, and he was a sixth round pick. Yeah, the only guy that didn't get considerable time was was your seventh round pick center. I mean, what, what more could you ask for? And that's all yep. without having a first round pick because you traded it for Frank Clark. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what he does and see it. You know what? Which which offseason is the more what we should expect from Brett Veach? Right. You know, like the first offseason, you had signings like, you know, Watkins and Hitchens, and those haven't panned out the best. But, um, you know, they've, they've both been good players. It's just Watkins with injuries. Um, and then you got Hitchens, who's, I think he's just overpaid. I mean, for what what they need, I think that he's a good linebacker, but right. it all depends on what you need, and he he's not the coverage linebacker they need. And so, uh, but then this year you had Frank Clark and uh, Tyron Matthew, and that I mean, I don't know about you, but I think I mean, those hit on pretty <laughs> spot on. So, right. uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what what uh, what is the closer to normal for Brett Veach? Is he gonna have a off season more like 2018 or 2019, or is it somewhere in the that middle area? I'm I'm interested to see what he does. I think I think everyone is interested to kind of see what happens. This is the kind of pretty much now till oh man, probably preseason is probably the most stressful time for fans just because you know like some of these contracts like with Chris Jones, like there's all these rumors and. You know, he sent out a tweet that were some song lyrics, but oh, does it does that have anything to do with the you know what he thinks with the franchise tag? And you know, you just never get any kind of news uh, that's really telling you a whole lot. And it's a lot of business talk and just kind of you know pushing it under the rug, like saying as much as you have to without giving away anything. So. Good news is uh, Juan Thornhill is expected to be back for training camp. Yes, yes. Uh, he'll probably be very limited in training camp. I know sure. they're very cautious with those guys coming back. Um, but yeah, he he's expected to. Team doctors have said that he's gonna he should be back in time for training camp. So that's definitely good. So that's you know safety position is not something we gotta really worry about this year. Yeah, that is nice. Yep. Uh, do you think uh, we should 
keep Sorensen. I know we can save a little on the cap and everything. Yeah, I think it's about what is it? Like three or three or four million? Three point eight is what I Yeah. Yep. Um I think it depends on what you have, you know, what do you do with Chris Jones? If yeah. you're signing Chris Jones and you get Mahomes deal done, what does your cap look like after that? Yeah. Um uh, and you just have a, a lot of different pieces. I think Swords and play if if you're not bringing Fuller back, I'd kind of like to have Sorensen back. Um, <laughs> as long as you're utilizing him in the role like we saw this last year. Um, not expecting him to be Eric Berry like Sutton did in 2018. I think uh, he's a great third safety. Um, yes. uh, is he maybe a little overpaid? Sure. But I'm also one of those people that don't really understand how safeties are not worth big money whenever they're asked to play multiple positions and they're very vital to your defense. I mean, you have Tyron Matthew playing inside linebacker, outside linebacker, slot corner, deep safety, single high safety. I mean, rushing off the edge. Like these are guys that have to play multiple positions and we're, we're saying that they're not worth the, the big money. Um, now, obviously, the the guys that can do it at a very high level are gonna get some more money. But I think I think that I'm okay with the 3.8 million for Sorensen. Um, I think he had a really good playoffs. Um, they all real really stepped up when Thornhill was out. Fuller really stepped up. Sorensen. Um, as long as it doesn't get in the way of, you know, like say a Chris Jones or something like that, that kind of signing, then I'm more than happy to bring him back. I don't, I don't think that he's too big of a cap hit if, unless you're, you're just dying for money. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I'd love to have him back. And I think, yeah, I think he provides good depth. I mean. He's a good, like he said, good third safety. He plays special teams. He's a great special team player. Um, you know, obviously, he made that humongous play in the uh, Houston game that really, almost, really kind of turned the game around. That that's still, I, I still hold that as my turning point. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they went down, scored a touchdown. They're getting a little rallied up, but man, that that sniffing that out and. And stopping them before the sticks, that I think that completely shifted momentum. That that had everybody out of their seats. I mean, uh, when it, when we left the game, and I you know we, I went with my uh, brother in law and a couple of his buddies, and we got back to his house, and my wife was there with the kids, and um, my stepsister looked at me, and she was like, "Yeah, I got a text from uh, from Chase that after the first quarter, like you looked like you were about to kill somebody." <laughs> <laughs> like I think that was every Chiefs fan in that in that stadium. Oh yeah, at the end of the first quarter. But when Sorensen when Sorensen uh, made a stop on that fourth down, that fake punt, man, that place got loud. And yeah. I, I think Texans fans knew that. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, it. I'd I'd like to bring him back. I I think that there's definitely room there i think you can make adjustments elsewhere 
Who else you got for me? Who who's another possible cap hit that you want to talk about? LDT. Yeah, there we go. LDT. Yeah, he's one. He's he's uh. I should have wrote down all the the numbers. Let me pull that up really quick because there 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 are some good ones. Um, it's like up Kansas City. All right. Yeah, LDT. He is going to be base salary of pretty much 6.5 and a cap hit of 9 million. And from what we saw last year, I will gladly move Wiley over to right guard again. Give him a full offseason at right guard. Do not move him to left tackle in the, the, you know, basically last chance before week one. Mm-hmm. That, that was so dumb. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they move people around. Dude, this is literally the introduction to the regular season. This is the last time he's on the field, and you want yeah. him to move to, to left tackle and move Irving inside. I mean, and then swap him again week one. No. Move him, give him a full offseason at right guard. I'd be okay with that. But, but you'd have to upgrade your center. Uh, let's see here. What, what else we got here that could... We say $5 million. We... For LDT, yeah, uh, you'd have yeah, you'd save five, have okay. four in dead cap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Alex Oka four will be back. Hopefully, uh, we'll get a healthier. You think Watkins is gone. <sighs> he is if he's not taking a pay cut. Yeah, Are you trying to- I ain't trying to pay. Yeah, him yeah no. I'm surprised we haven't heard nothing. Maybe they're trying to trade him or something. But I heard, I heard that. I've heard that they are trying to work something out. I know that they want to bring him back. Yeah. I've also heard that Watkins is not willing to, is not looking to take a pay cut. So whatever read between the lines you want to do there. Um, there's really not a, a whole lot that we haven't discussed. Uh, you could get rid of, of Austin Ryder, save three million, almost three and a half. Yeah. Uh, cutting Cam Irving, there's you know three point two five. Gladly cut him and save Patrick Mahomes' ankles. And they, I thought and they Schwartz. Said, didn't we cut him? Yeah, or we not? yeah we okay. cut. We didn't answer it. But yeah, that, his option or whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's three point two five that we got back. Um, it's about really it of anything significant that's not you know under the million mark. Um, or even half a million, really. Yep. All the all that's pretty much all your top guys that'll bring any kind of significant value. But mm-mm. I'd probably already got rid of uh, Irving. I'd cut LDT honestly. Yeah. I mean that's five right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If anything, you can you can cut him, and there's your, um, either your rookies or your going into the season money. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. 
Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Then you can spend the rest. You can have a... Uh, I like that guy that we got from the tech, Rankins. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can compete for that job, too. He's cheap, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely see. There's a lot of guys that they brought in that got hurt, and both sides of the line just really got crushed with injuries. They so, did, yes. Um, I'd, le- I'd at least like them to go out and grab a new center. they got to get some guys. Yeah. I mean, with... <sighs> If if you're gonna, it's really hard because they they gotta. They don't have your Jamal Charles, your Kareem Hunt that are make their own yardage. Um, you know that these these backs pretty much need to know where the hole's opening up and when it's opening up. You know, Damian Williams is. He's a solid back. He's he's definitely got the burst. He's he's got a lot of different things that he does well. You know, he can catch out of the backfield. He can block. He can. He's an all right all right runner. But I mean, let's not overdo it. He's a one cut pony. Like this isn't your guy that's gonna be making those Jamal Charles highlights. And right. uh, he, I don't know. He he just kind of. If you're wanting to. He's an outside zone scheme. I just don't see him fitting too well. And considering we don't really have anything of a mauler on the offensive line, that's pretty much what you're gonna have to rely on. And mm-hmm. that was the problem is they would they got bullied in the middle. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yep. LDT used to be that mauler guy. He was not in 2019. Something happened. Too much doctoring. Yeah, too much injuries, (laughs) man. Which, random random thought, uh, uh, Jordan Reed tied in from the Redskins got released and is, is, look, uh, what what was he? I think last time I heard he was talking to Seattle, maybe? That dude needs to retire. I mean, he missed, like, he missed, like, what was it, like a couple months from a concussion? He averages like two concussions a year. It seems. I like. know. <laughs> it's so. It really bums me out because that dude is the definition of a freaking nature at his position. Yeah, it, I mean, yes. just there's no way a tight end should move the way he does. Just unbelievable. Like even you know even watching some of his tape from 2018. I mean, this is a guy that. You know, with his age, how long he's been in the league, all the injuries he's sustained. This still, this guy still is moving. I mean, he's not like your, your quick make jukes all over the place. But I mean, this dude can move. Like yeah. if you're putting a linebacker on him, <laughs> bye. Um, but he's he's also a guy that can play in line, and you know he he does really well blocking. Uh, so, you know, he's got the, the, the strength, he's got the, the speed that of a receiver, um, but he's just battled so many injuries throughout his career that's really just made him just kind of like another name. It's really a bummer, but I heard something the other day that he was, 
talking to a team and i'm just like dude like honestly like i love watching you play like that's like you know low-key like one of my like if i'm like watching like a redskins game i'm always like i want to see some jordan Reed. you know that's like a yeah. little highlight like you know player you like dude you gotta you gotta hang them up like this i love watching you play but i'm concerned about your health man yes like, you you need to you need to get right End it while you can before you do any more damage. But uh, yeah, I um, I don't I don't see them. I really can't think of any other names for free agency. Uh, I think it's gonna all be kind of smaller stuff this year and kind of feeling. But I mean, look at last year. Mm-hmm. Like I I know that a lot of a lot of the names that you know, were brought in last year, were not your big time, like, you know, breaking news, the Chiefs signed, you know, like the Tyron Matthew. Um, it, they weren't a lot of those. There was a lot of, like, low-key signings that didn't get a lot of discussion. But look at all the injuries that we sustained last year. Mm-hmm. You would not have made that Super Bowl if you were not, if you didn't have that depth. That yeah. Brett Beats built, and I, I think that's something to really consider. Look for those, those, uh, you know, smaller signings. Like the, I mean, shoot, look at Mike Pinnell. He became became a fan favorite real quick, and, and that was a cheap midseason signing that you know he was sitting yep. on his couch. You know, anything anything can happen, especially with how the you know the coaching staff we got here. So, uh. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll we'll have to come back on here if they make a crazy signing or something. Or but, Chris Chris Jones trade. <laughs> oh, man, I I don't know where 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 do you lean on that? Where do you, where do you lean on Chris Jones? I I want him to have him back, but I know it's probably not business wise and salary cap wise. It's probably not the smartest move. So I could go either way. I yeah. could. As, depending on the return. Um, For sure, yeah. The return I love the Chris Jones. Down. I love Chris Jones. I think he is a phenomenal player. And does he deserve the contract he's wanting? Sure. But at the same time, do you know, I can also argue the side of, okay, do you want, even with this bump in salary cap, do you want to have that much tied up in defensive line? Now, if 2021 brings what what they're projecting, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to give him that and have him and Clark on the defensive line getting that kind of money. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm kind of at that point where yeah, I'll be bummed if he's traded, but right. I, I get it um, yep. now. I expect a decent return. And I know a lot of people, well, they only got a second for Ford. Well, Ford had one good year of production, and he's injury-prone as hell. So you want want to talk about Chris Jones, who's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he missed a few games this last year. He also still led the team in in sacks. I know Clark and all those other guys missed games too. But, I mean, this dude still has been increasingly better every year. And... He's one of the top at his position. It, he's probably right there behind Donald. It, 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 you could argue Fledger Cox or 
guys or Akeem Hicks and stuff like that. But I mean, this this guy is right up there. Um, yeah, I mean it. It all depends on the return. I, that's right. probably the only thing that makes me so nervous yep. is about the not knowing is like, okay, if I knew we were going to sign him, I'd be like, okay, whatever, I can move on. But the possibility of a trade and not knowing what that trade is going to bring in return, that scares the crap out of me. I, especially now, I don't know what the hell they're doing in Jacksonville, trading good players for fourth and fifth round picks, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, it's got to be a. It's got to at least be a first rounder for that, me. To be, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Either either a first or a second and a player. Um, right. It's got to be. It's got to be this year. Yes. Yeah. Um, I agree. I don't. I don't want none of that twenty twenty one crap. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's got. I mean, you got to get. I mean, he's one of the top interior pass rushers in the league, probably behind Aaron Donald. So you got to. Get and value what he's worth, in my opinion. That's at least the first, you know, first and pro- probably a first and like a third and a fourth or something. But I don't know. Would you Would you take that deal? First and eat. Now, of and course, he, it depends on who what the team is and where they're drafting right order. But I mean, just overall, like first, third, and fourth round pick. Now, if you did that, it'd probably be like a. First this year, and like a fourth this year, and the third next year or something. Yeah, uh, I, I'd be willing to. I listen. think I, yeah, I, t- I think I would take that, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to pay him whatever twenty twenty one million a year. Yeah, I think I'd do that. Yeah, I think uh, signing wise, I, w- I hope they bring Pinnell back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. About I think he'll be back. Okay. All right. I like I, him a I lot. Think, I like I think low-key his injury kind of helped the Chiefs out a little bit. Oh, yeah. He was looking to be big money. Not yeah. like huge money, but decent contract if he would have stayed healthy and kept up. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd like I'd like both of them back if they're on relatively cheap deals. Uh. I don't really think. I mean, obviously, if Jones goes, I think you need another addition to the defensive line, but I don't think is substantial, especially given Spagnuolo's wanting to generate pressure through scheme. For sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you had two first-round picks, I mean, you could you could go and you could do say a uh, um, first-round pick on a corner and linebacker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it just leaves a lot of options. But yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. Yeah, other than I mean, I mean, I'd like to bring Breedlin back, but I don't think that's gonna be possible. No, he's gonna no. command a pretty good contract. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pay him what he's wanting. Right, exactly. Yeah, anywhere and, close. And he's earned it. I mean, I will say he's earned it. He had a hell of a year. He had a hell of a postseason. I think he had an average. Yeah, season. Uh, I'll I'll say he battled through some injuries and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't know. Like I I guess like everyone else, he struggled at first and came on. Um, 
Mm. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't pay him a whole lot. I'd rather Fuller back before him just because of the versatility to play safety. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, I'm not willing to pay him a whole lot of money either. So. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much I hope they go go draft Gladney or Hall or someone like that first, second round, and then grab another uh, cheap one-year prove-a-deal. I think there's a few guys out there they could look they could look at. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, other than that, the other free agents aren't really notable. I mean, you got that Matt Moore, Chad Henning dilemma. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> Which one do you want more? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't. There's not any that really stick out as like we gotta have them back. I think. Yeah. A lot exactly. Yeah. I think just because they're familiar to you, it feels that way at times. But a lot of them are replacement level guys. But at the same time, you don't want to start another year with a ton of new starters on one side of the ball and having to kind of, sure. especially especially if you only get one team getting a bye week in the playoffs now. Like you got to start winning games even more now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> new new CBA. Yeah. Seven, 17 games in 2021. Yep. They're doing the playoff system this year, right? Yep. So yep. that that team, that Pittsburgh Steelers team that missed the playoffs this last year would have made it. And your Chiefs would have had to play the Steelers in the wild card weekend instead of resting their guys and getting healthy. All to play a team that didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Should have taken care of business during the regular season if you wanted to be in the playoffs. Like, I get it. Like, the Chiefs could have been in the playoffs. That... The one season they didn't make it with Andy Reid. Okay. And they didn't yep. get business done. Sorry. Like, I get it. But I also don't want just... I don't know. I think I think we've discussed my thoughts on the watered-down version of the game of bringing more mediocrity into the <laughs> what's supposed to be the best teams and... You know, taking away something from a team that earned it and giving it to someone who didn't. I mean, that yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I, th- I think there was other ways to do it. I think you could have done the, uh, you know, like had an additional week of football, but gave every team two bye weeks. Like, yeah, like there's still like the same amount of games, but you're still getting 18 weeks of football. Uh, yeah. Plus, you keep talking about how all this player safety stuff, and yet you keep wanting to add games and not add bye weeks and all this and that. I don't know. It just it bugs me. I think I think they could have gotten a lot more. Like you, you traded a game and a playoff spot for to be able to smoke some weed and get get a few benefits that were nice, you know, especially for some of the guys that are retired. But I mean. That's what you trade. Like, I mean, you you had them. Like, I don't know. That's that's the problem, man. Like, I I've I think some of that hits home being you know working you know for years in a union setting, and you know you see the what what it's kind of come to of uh you know like I don't know a lot of people made a point about the not voting 
uh, for a lot of players. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think businesses have just gotten really good at, you know, just kind of dangling stuff in front of you and kind of splitting you up. Yep. You know, yeah. basically catering to one one area and getting them to sign on if they're the majority. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's whatever. I mean, we're going to have to adjust to it. I mean, we, yeah. we can talk about, oh, it's more football. How can you hate that? Well, because by week 17, I'm ready for the playoffs. I don't know about you. And I'm not ready for another game. And then another losing team in the playoffs or another 500 team in the playoffs on top of that. Like, I don't need that in my life. I don't need Patrick Mahomes risking getting hurt because we got to let this 8-8 eight and eight team into the playoffs for God knows why. Right, yeah. I don't know. It ain't, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. So, yeah. well, let's wrap it up there. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back and talk probably some more you know, whatever happens later this week. And, um, you know, if they make any moves, we'll discuss those next time. And we'll, t- we'll talk a little more, more draft coverage since that'll be probably the main topic unless something crazy happens. But make sure to go check out the brawlnetwork.com. Go check out the Chiefs content. We got a couple new Chiefs writers. If you want to write for us, hop in there, go in and make an account. And we'll, you know, like you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Stefan NFL and, you know, I'll set you up there. You know, we can we can talk and we can get you going and part of the Brawl Network team. It's it's getting going, guys. Might as well get in on it. You know, if you want your opinions heard, it's a good place to start. You can work with me one on one. I'll coach you through everything you need to know to get going and help you out along the way. And we can. Get ready for another Super Bowl season. I don't know. I know the listeners can't see it, but got all my Super Bowl stuff hung up this last weekend. There you go. It looks Looking nice. Good. Yeah, I got, I'm wait. I'm still still waiting for my, my home's uh, Super Bowl jersey. They're Are you way back. Get the video. The yeah, TV probably. Beat? I probably, yeah. probably will. I'll get, I'll get that. I'll get that cheesy video. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wait, I waited 29 years for that damn cheesy video. I'll, <laughs> right. I'll pay that 20 bucks. But yeah, I got, I got the jersey's not in the case yet, but the case is up there. I got a this thing off Etsy. It's like a metal sign uh, that's like a dark red, and it's got the Super Bowl trophy and the uh, uh, Super Bowl Chiefs and Chiefs lettering and whatnot. And then I got on the other side, I got the AFC Championship and Super Bowl newspapers framed. On that one wall, got my little Super Bowl wall. Told told my wife we're gonna have to build some more walls if we keep keep this up. So <laughs> looking nice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, if, make sure you check that out. Check us out at Chiefs Brawl on Twitter or Facebook, wherever you like to do your social media stuff or both. Uh, we'll respond if you guys want to message us there too, and we save or we share a lot of our content there. Uh, but yeah, go go find us on social media at the website. Love to talk to you guys, see what your opinions are on the Kansas City Chiefs and what they should do this offseason. But it's not trading your number one receiver for a running back and a second round pick, I'll tell you that much. So, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one. Stay safe. Yep, later, guys.
Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. Our homes today are like little cities full of different internetic boroughs, like the entertainment district in the living room or the virtual fitness center in the garage. And Xfinity Internet keeps it all running smoothly with reliable speed to power all your devices at once. You get coverage around town from the financial district home office to the spa. Xfinity Internet keeps your little city humming with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Find great offers and value today from Xfinity. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more. Restrictions apply.